Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to be upon this voice, upon the word. And in the heart of listener, whether in this room or they are at home listening in the podcast or in MP3 machine, Father, we pray, Father, you speak to them. You will help them to have more faith and to understand who they are in Christ and who you are, Lord, for them. What you have done for them, Father. And they will grow spiritually to become mature Christians. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the shepherd. And I gave some foundation that God wants us to have shepherd. And he is the chief shepherd of the church. You know, the head of this church is not me. The head of the church is the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just a servant. I'm just part of the team here that the Lord anoints me to do the job, to shepherd his people, to look after people. He wants to take care of every single sheep in the church. You are not just a number in the church, but you are so valuable and precious. If there was only one person in the world, and that is you, he would die for you anyway. He would have died for you on the cross, even though there was only one person in the world, and that is you. He loved you so much. You need to understand that he looked at you individually with interest, and he cares for you. But because Jesus Christ is in heaven right now at the right hand of the Father, in order to take care of his people, he needs to call somebody to look after them. In John chapter 21, verse 16, again Jesus said, Simon, son of John. We can change that name to other people in this room. He can call you by name. Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. In 1987, around October, every single night, when my head hit the pillow, I heard the voice, Mom, which is my nickname, means Chappie. I was Chappie when I was a young boy. Mom, could you please take care of my sheep in Seattle area? I have so many sheep in this area that no one cares about them. Can you take care of them for me? The same question he asked me, do you love me enough? One way to show love to Jesus is to take care of his sheep, to be anointed, to be called, to look after God's people. And definitely, there are different levels of shepherds in the body of Christ. The apostles, the prophet, evangelists, that is the leadership level. But there are many, many little, little shepherds in the church that God called them to look after his sheep. But today, we're going to learn the best model of the shepherd. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to look at the story of Jesus Christ how he is a good shepherd to us. So this teaching, this Sunday and next time, we're going to learn, number one, Jesus is a good shepherd. And he has the good heart of a good shepherd. 
Number two, we're going to learn that how, as a sheep, we should receive from Him. We should receive from Him what He desires to have. And number three, we're going to learn that we need to grow up to love God enough to look after His sheep on His behalf. We will be His hands. We will be His eyes. His legs, his feet, walk around in the city, driving the car to places to look after his sheep for him, because he loves his sheep. I am traveling a lot lately to many cities in the world, to Los Angeles, to San Diego, Phoenix, and now we have another trip to go is to go to Japan. I never think about going there to build our ministry. We are going there. Because Jesus is that shepherd, and He loves them so much, He wants to touch them, He wants to bless them, He wants to use somebody's hand to lay on them and help them to grow and help them to be set free. Amen. He's gonna use your voice to be His voice to talk to people. Jesus still have the same desire is to take care of His sheep. And he's going to use somebody in the church who is willing, who will say, "Yes, Lord, I'm here. Send me, and I'm one of them. Send me, Lord. I am willing to go." Amen. We're going to look at the life of Jesus Christ. That Jesus is the best shepherd. He is the chief shepherd of the church. He laid down his life for his sheep. He is the wonderful shepherd with the good heart. Mark chapter six verse thirty-four. When Jesus landed and saw a large Crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. In this passage, we're gonna study about the life of Jesus, and we're gonna learn how to take that heart of a good shepherd into our heart. Definitely, in order to become more like him, we need two things. Number one, we need to know the truth. And the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God, like this, is to help you to know what is right and what is wrong. What is the will of God? This is a teaching ministry right now, but there is also the ministry of the Holy Spirit. But not only that, you know what is right. How Jesus is a good shepherd, so that we can be a good shepherd. That is a knowledge. But it's not only the knowledge. We need the power. We need the hand to come into our life and move inside us. To make us to be a good shepherd by His power, and that is the Holy Spirit. That is the fire of God that come in and burn on the inside of us and change us to become a good shepherd. You will not be a mature and strong Christian without the Word and without the Holy Spirit. That's why our church give time to the Word. That's why we produce CD, we produce MP3 to feed the sheep. And that's why we lay hand to impart the spirit of the living God. I thank God today we don't have lunch, so I can lay hand. Amen. Because I want to impart the spirit of God upon you. Amen. You may not have a title in the church. You may not have a title called pastor, evangelist, apostle. You may not even have a title to be a care group leader or something like that. But every Christian who grows spiritually. To one point, we have the same heart as Jesus Christ—the heart of a good shepherd that cares for other people, being. And I pray that the members of New Hope International Church and all the churches that we take care of, members will grow and grow and grow spiritually to become more like Christ. 
The purpose of coming to church is not socialization, but is to be trained and to understand more about God and to train you spiritually. We're not trained you here scientifically. We're not trained you here business-wise. We are training you here to become like Christ spiritually. Let's look at the life of Jesus in Mark chapter 6, verse 30 to 31. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. At that time, Jesus sent the disciples out to preach the gospel, to lay hands on the sick, to cast out demons. They worked very hard for many hours. They went out and they saw mighty things that God did through their hands and through their preaching. And they came back with excitement. They came and reported to Jesus that what God did through them and wonderful, but because they worked so hard, they did not even have enough time to rest and to eat. At that time, Jesus noticed that his disciples or his sheep were very tired and very hungry and exhausted. So Jesus was full of compassion. He cares for their well-being. He said that, let's go to another place and let's get some rest at that quiet place together. Not the place in front of the TV, not the place like nightclub but the place that you can be quiet and rest. So we learn from the heart of a good shepherd, Jesus Christ here. And I want to have that heart. I want to become more like him. And I believe you want to become more like him as well. A good shepherd cares for the well-being of the sheep. Everyone say care for the well-being of the sheep. Jesus care for your well-being. Do you know that he cares about the well-being of your family? He cares about your kids. He cares about your financial income. He cares about your job. He cares about how you live, where you live. He cares that the rain comes and he wants to protect you from having a cold. He cares for every single detail of your life. He cares even you're going to get the right parking spot or not. Every time we drove into Bellevue Mall, I began to talk to Jesus in my heart. Lord, I'm busy. I don't have time to look around for the parking. And we always, always get the princess parking in front of the door. Every time. Because Jesus cared for us enough that somebody pulled a car out from that parking spot. Yesterday, we just went to Bellevue Mall to buy something. Exactly. We drove in. We prayed in our heart. Father, you are our good shepherd. You care for our well-being. Boom, the parking spot show up. So we just drove in there and parked. How many people pray like that when you go to the parking lot? Praise God. It's between you and God. God, help us. He is a good shepherd. He cares that you have enough rest or not. Amen? He cares for you. He wants to make sure you have enough rest. He cares that you have enough income. He looks after you. And that should be the spirit in the local church. We are not here to build any organization or business. We are not here to build any so-called my ministry. We are here to care for one another. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? How is your job? How is your family? And that is the spirit 
of a good shepherd, and we should embrace that heart, that spirit that we care for one another. Do you know why we have care groups? The reason we set up the care group system because when the church grow more with more people, it's very difficult for us to take care of everybody from the pulpit here. We just want to make sure that every single member is taken care of. How we do that? We encourage people to go to small groups. So in each small group, that will be like a small house. The people in that group will take care of one another. If you get sick, somebody will know, and they will email me and report to me, or they will let me know what's going on. So I and Pastor Dar can go visit, or other pastor can go visit and help you. We make sure that you are taken care of by. Encouraging you to join the small group. The small group system in the church is the way to show care to your well-being. Amen. You may not talk to me a lot, but I tell you, I know a lot about you because the care group leader report to me all the time. What's going on? Whenever I talk to leader, I will say, "How is that person doing? How is he doing? Is he okay?" And we pray and we know. Because we love and care for your well-being, amen. And Jesus cared for the well-being of the sheep so much that he was willing to work so hard. He was willing to sacrifice his right to sleep and to eat. Look at John chapter four, verses thirty-two to thirty-four. At that time, Jesus, with the heart of a good shepherd, he met a woman, Samaritan woman, at the well around noon time. And he was so caring for her salvation, for her future, that he was willing to spend time and explain the truth of the kingdom of God until she got saved. Look at what he said after the disciple came back and noticed that Jesus was talking and talking to that woman, and he did not even have time to eat lunch. Look at what he said. But he said to them, mean to the disciples who were very concerned about his lunch time. I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciple said to each other, "Could someone have brought him food?" My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Jesus cared for us so much that he is willing to sacrifice his right to eat, his right to sleep. That is the heart of a good shepherd. Care for the sheep, willing to pay the price, willing to do anything: lose sleep, jet lag, flying, sitting in an airplane, go to visit people, willing to pay the gas, willing to meet people late at night, calling people late at night. Amen. Do anything to take care of the sheep. That is a good shepherd. Willing to carry the burdens of the sheep, and sometimes you may not have enough sleep to look after the people in the house of God, but God will pay you back. God going to give you some time to rest. This is the difference between the hired shepherd, the false shepherd, the false shepherd come into the church, and the question in their heart: How much money I will get in this house? What is the salary? Second question: What position you gonna give to me? Three: Are you recognizing me? Do you honor me? Are you gonna give me some privilege in the church? People who are false shepherds are looking for other benefits for themselves. 
me, 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 me. When I get a bigger salary, I move to a bigger church, better salary. But the good shepherd would think about you, 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 you. How is your well-being? What can I serve you? What can I do to help you grow? What can I help you to be spiritually strong? What can I do for you so that you can be loving God so much and used by God so much? That is the heart of a good shepherd. It's about his sheep. It's not about himself or herself. And I want to be around a good shepherd myself. Amen? And you notice that Jesus, when he cared about people's well-being, he did not compromise the truth of God. He did not tell the disciple that you just stay home, watching TV, playing game on the TV, doing nothing. I, I care for you. You just play game all day. No. When we talk about caring for the well-being, it means that he cared that they will grow or not. They will serve or not. They will be mature or not. That's why Jesus sent them out to preach the gospel. That's why Jesus trained them how to serve the Lord. Amen? Jesus wants them to be strong and mature in the way of God, not just being a baby Christian forever and say, you do whatever you want. You can play game. You can watch pornography. You can do whatever you want. No, he trained them. But after they served the Lord for a while and get tired, he said, let's get some rest. He did not say, let's get rest for eternity on earth here. From now on, just be retired and do nothing for God. I mentioned to my workers, my co-workers at the hospital all the time that lately I have been thinking a lot about retirement, retirement from medical. But they all say, but you are not retired. Is that right? I say, no, I'm not retired. I still serve God until 120 years old. I'm going to still preaching the gospel until 120 years old, until I cannot go anywhere. Then I'll still preach the gospel. Amen? We'll never stop serving God. I ask God to give me good voice until I get old, so I can still record the CD and MP3 to preach to bless the people in the world. Amen? How many people want to have a good voice to preach the gospel? Amen. And to sing song for the Lord. So we can have some rest. I take vacation off and on to have some rest, just to recuperate, just to refresh myself. Last night, I went home from the hospital. Actually, I was not on call. I came home at 3.30 a.m. And I was thinking today, going to be interesting day because I did not have enough rest. But I went to bed right away, put blanket on my head and said, I'm going to sleep in today. Normally, I woke up at 6 a.m. But this morning, I need to sleep until 8.30 a.m. so that I have enough rest to preach the gospel today. Amen? Resting is not wrong as long as you have some rest and work again. But if you rest all the time, lazy all the time, put your feet up on the couch and watch TV all day long, that is not some rest. That is rest too much. So we don't go and rest too much. Amen? We need to serve the Lord. We need to still take responsibility of doing the job for God. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. This is the heart of God. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart. What is the heart of God? The heart of God is caring for your well-being. He is sending to you a shepherd after his own heart, caring for your well-being, who will lead you with knowledge, the knowledge of God. 
and understanding, understand you, understand him, and try to bring you to him to understand each other. So the good shepherd that God will give to you will do the best to help you to grow spiritually. Amen. If you are really serious about following God and serving God, I can guarantee He will bring you a good shepherd to look after you. And every Christian needs a good shepherd. Amen. Isaiah 40 verse 11, He, mean God, tends His flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in His arms and carries them close to His heart. He gently leads those that have young. You can see here that God cares so much. He put the sheep in His arm. He leads them. He cares for them. That is the heart of Jesus Christ for His church. Everyone say, Jesus cares for me. He loves me so much. Amen? Now you agree that Jesus cares for you? It's very important to know that Jesus cares for you. He never forgets about you. He knows all the suffering you went through. He knows all the things that you are going through. And He never forgets about you. He's going to be there for you. And He's going to help you. And He's going to turn the things around, what is wrong, into the blessing. Amen? So trust the Lord that He cares for you. Look at the second characteristic of the heart of Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 6, 32 to 34. So they went away by themselves in the boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them living, recognized them, ran on food from all towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. After Jesus noticed that the disciples were very tired, he put them in a boat and tried to go to a quiet place. All this crowd, big group of people, saw that Jesus was going away. So they ran on their feet. They did not walk. They ran. They ran about 30, uh, 13 kilometers. But on the boat, only 8 kilometers because it's shortcut this way. But they had to run around. And it's amazing. The Bible says they were there even before him and his disciples. They ran pretty fast. And this is not only a few people, five or six people. The Bible says only men, 5,000. And including women and also kids, I believe maybe 10,000. Running to meet Jesus again. I can feel what the disciples thought when they got to the other side. When they got to the other side, 10,000 people waiting here. Oh, I need some rest. I need to eat. I need to sleep. They came again. I think they were very disappointed because they wanted to rest. And I believe that they watched Jesus, how Jesus responded. Whether Jesus would say, hey, guy, go home. We were so tired. Get out of here. Uh, let's see tomorrow. Let's have some rest first. But Jesus had compassion on them. And think that they are like sheep without shepherd. Jesus did not say no and send them home. Jesus continued to minister. I believe the 12 disciples were very disappointed. 
But why Jesus was willing to work so hard like that? Because the Lord is a compassionate God. When He saw people suffer, sick, poor, having problem, He would rather minister than going home or rest. And I understand His feeling very well, because I conducted a lot of revival meeting. And when the Spirit of God is upon me, the Spirit of a Good Shepherd is on me. I tell you, I don't care anymore whether it's 2 p.m. and I did not have lunch. I don't care anymore how many heads I have to lay a hand on. When I go to Thailand, 1,000 people show up. And some people say, Pastor, why don't you just call leader and just wave your hand and then done and you can go and eat lunch. Just wave your hand. Fire. And they fall down and then you can go and eat lunch. People say like that to me. I'm serious. And I say, no. Every single sheep in that house, in that hotel, is precious in the eyes of God. If they're willing to, I will lay on every single head. And some of them came up five times. (laughs) By 2 p.m., I still lay hand on people and lay hand and lay hand on people because the heart of compassion. Because I want God to touch them. I want God to set them free. I want to see restoration of their life and their family, their finances, their health. The heart of a good shepherd, compassion for his people. I don't care how tired I am because the shepherd of their soul is working through me. I'm willing to be the hand of Jesus to lay on them, to impart the Spirit of God upon them. I'm willing to use my voice to say, fire, healed, blessed for Jesus. And every single step that I walk and lay hand on people, I felt that Jesus was there with me. And it's not me laying on of hand on them. It's Jesus lay hand on them through me. And even he was talking to me during the laying on of hand for each person. And the voice that I heard, if it's not specific voice for each person, the voice that I heard in my heart when Jesus was with me in the laying on of hand, he said, I want to bless them. I want to set them free. I want them to be strong. I want them to be fruitful. I want them to love me more. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I heard that word all the time when I lay hand on people. And you can see from my eyes. You can see from my facial expression that how much Jesus loved them. It's not about Passover. It's about Jesus and them. Because Jesus loved and have compassion for his sheep. Definitely, he needs to pick somebody who is willing to do the job. Yesterday, I have a big surgery because I have to travel to Thailand in a week. So I have to clean up my work. I have big surgery and end up to be about three hours. And then I have an appointment here to record sermon into Japanese. So I ran here without lunch. And I think in my heart that if no lunch is okay, I'm willing to work here. We stay here with the sunshine outside for three hours to record. And all the time in recording, I was thinking in my heart, this is the heart of Jesus Christ, not me. 
Pastor Lau was a selfish man. Pastor Lau want to be in the sun. Pastor Lau want to have fun as a doctor. But the heart of the good shepherd is burning on the inside of me by the fire of God. And every sentence I say in recording into Japanese, I don't speak Japanese. Somebody translate for me. Every single sentence he say like this to me: "We do this together for my sheep in Japan. They need to hear the truth. I love them." Every single minute, I was sitting here recording yesterday, like in the studio. I was thinking in my heart, "This is for my sheep." Do you know that on Sunday when I went home, Pastor Dan knows, I have to edit my sermon. All the MP3 that come out, I have to spend time. Each sermon two hours to edit. I edit between surgery, then when they move the patient out and ready for the next one, it took about 20 minutes to change the patient to come into the operating room, and then all the nurses know that Dr. Lau is sitting in front of his laptop. Edit my sermon. I want to give the best food to his sheep. And sometimes I'm so tired to do that, but the spirit of God on the inside of me. I'm not boasting about myself. I'm trying to say that it's the spirit of Jesus Christ is loving and having compassion for His sheep. When I do that, sometimes I'm so tired, and I say, "Why don't I just sit down and watch movie?" But the spirit of God just working, and He say, "This is for my sheep. I want them to be blessed. I care for them. I have compassion on them." When you have compassion on somebody, it doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how much you have to work. You still willing to do it. The heart of compassion moves your hands, moves your feet to do something. When people say, "I have compassion," and they do nothing about it, that's not compassion. That is called pity. Pity just feel sorry about you, but it's not my business. But compassion moves the hands. And the feet and the mouth to do something, so you can tell a shepherd that have the heart of Jesus in the local churches. How can you tell when a person has a heart of a good shepherd? That person will serve you without complaint, without murmur, without saying that oh this is too much for me, without seeking even a position. He doesn't care. She doesn't care whether he has a position or not. And not out of duty, but out of compassion for the sheep of God. Matthew chapter nine verse thirty-six. When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without shepherd. I fully understand how Jesus feel, because I was sitting in front of my patients every single day. Many of my patients are sick and sick, lose their house, lose their job, divorce, in terrible time. And I look at them and say, "You need Jesus. You need the file of God. You need the Word of God because the devil, demon, are har- harassing you, are attacking you right now." I don't know how to explain that feeling. I think one day, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will understand how much compassion. Because if you don't hook up to Jesus, the enemy, the devil, would do everything to attack, to harass, and to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And God gives the anointing 
God give the word, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to set the captive free. That's why I love to lay hand on people, because I know the anointing will set the captive free, so that the devil will kick out of there, so that bondage will get out of there. I used to play taekwondo, so I like to have that picture like front kick, side kick, get out of here, because I was third degree black belt in taekwondo. So I have that picture all the time. When I lay hand, <laughs> demon, Bruce Lee, side kick, front kick, jump kick, amen. <laughs> Praise God. Mark chapter one, verse forty-one. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, he had compassion so much on people. When he looked at people, he looked at the compassionate eyes. And he didn't just look and walk away. He impart the spirit. He reached out his hand by the anointing and set the captive free. Cast demon out, heal the sick. And our church is practicing the same thing. People light up. You may say, Pastor, I don't see that in the Bible that people light up. I don't need to light you up either, but you're going to fall on each other. You want somebody 300 pounds fall on you? I don't think so. Some of us here are Asian and small. I don't want 300 pound people fall on me. So if we light people up, it's more order and no injury. Is that right? <laughs> somebody emailed me a few days ago. Pastor, why... You have to have a cloth lady put the cloth on people when they lie on the floor. Oh, very simple. Because we don't want their body to be exposed. And people look at them. We care for them. We love them. That's why we put the cloth on so no one can see their body while they're on the floor. The shepherd make you lie down on green pasture. So when lay hand, you lie down. The shepherd will put the cloth and you can eat the food from heaven. Amen. God loved you so much, and God cared for you. He will lay hand on you. I believe with all my heart. I believe with all my heart. If today Jesus is standing here in American churches, he will not have a typical seeker-sensitive service. He will not preach 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and let people go home. He will stand there for hours and hours and hours, lay hand on everybody who need help. I can guarantee I'm serious. Not seeker sensitive service. But it's a service that kicked the devil out. Kick sickness out. Whatever harass people, kick them out. Because he's full of compassion. Many people don't understand this. Amen. Go back and look at the Bible, what Jesus did. He lay hand. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as God chosen people, holy Dearly love, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. The Bible says we should have the heart of Jesus, compassion. Amen? Some of us may have more compassion than the other people. But we should always grow in compassion. I told the care group on last Friday, we're talking about people talk bad to you, make you feel bad. 
and the Lord gave me the word of wisdom. I say that the key of walking Christian life is not just only know the word of God, but learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit 24/7. You know, you come to church, you get lay hand, you feel with the Holy Spirit on the floor. You practice cooking up to the Holy Spirit. You practice yielding to the Holy Spirit. You practice to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit on the floor. That is the laboratory you practice. But 24/7 out of this house, at the workplace, in the bus station, on the bus, anywhere, even during performing surgery, I learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when you are filled with the Spirit of Jesus Christ on the inside of you, you begin to. Have compassion on people. You begin to care and be patient. Sometimes patients walk into my office; they complain. Just human being, you want to pull your hair off and say, "Could you stop this?" And because all day long you listen to complain in the office as a doctor, but I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit all the time. So when people start to complain about their problem, you look at the eyes and still. I care for you. I have compassion on you. And then, when you hook up to the Holy Spirit, you hear the voice of God. Not only the heart of compassion, you hear the word of wisdom, and you resolve the problem for them by God. Many times, when the patient talk to me, I feel with the Holy Spirit, and then God say, "Ask this question. Go that direction. Go this direction, and eventually, we find the answer for them." Instead of getting mad, why you complain? <laughs> Next patient is waiting outside. Get out of here, please. Get out. Don't complain anymore. That is not the heart of a good shepherd. The heart of a good shepherd will listen, will have compassion. People can feel from your eyes the compassion of God. The key is the word, know the word, and feel with the Holy Spirit. When you feel with the Holy Spirit. In a meeting like this, you may shake, you may have goosebumps, you may cry, you may laugh. That is okay because that is the Holy Spirit is working in you. But when you are in the office, you feel with the Holy Spirit is different. You feel it with the compassion, with wisdom, with love, with patience, and you can minister. You know, Holy Spirit is working on the inside of you. You can feel Him on your skin. You can feel that God is sitting there with you. To minister to these people who have been harassed and have been tortured by the enemy, and you are there to minister and to help them. The heart of compassion, Amen. So we just learn two characteristic of Jesus today. We will learn next time more, four more characteristic of Jesus, so that we can follow his example. Number one, Jesus, the good shepherd, cares. For your well-being, he care for your physical well-being, financial well-being, spiritual well-being, emotional well-being. He loves you. He want to give you joy in the midst of problem. He doesn't want you to be sad and depressed and take Prozac and Amitriptyline. He doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to try to go to the bottom of the barrel with the, another barrel on top of you because you're just so broke. And have, don't have money to pay bills. He care for you. Two, he had compassion on you, and he would do something to help you. He may send somebody to talk to you. He may send somebody to call you. He may send somebody to visit you. 
He may not come himself, but he uses people anyway. He uses people to minister to you and help you. He cares. He had compassion on you. Should we do the same thing? Should we imitate the good shepherd? That we care for the well-being of other people around us. And we also show compassion to other people. I want to say the last thing. To show love to Jesus is to look after his sheep. Amen. If you want to show love to Jesus, don't have lip service. Jesus, I love you. But right after the service, through the door, get out and watch football game. That is not loving Jesus. If you love Jesus, you get up on the chair on Sunday, you go greet people. How are you doing? Oh, it's so good to see you today. I want to encourage you. I want to bless you. You use your body to bless the sheep of God. That is how to show love to Jesus. You cannot see Jesus. He is not in the person, person body right now. But when you do good to other people, you do good to Him. Amen? When you give people a ride, you give Him a ride. When you call people and encourage people, you call Him and encourage Him. When you visit people, you visit Him. You show love to Jesus by ministering and showing love to people around you. Take care of His sheep. Let us grow up. Let us become that kind of Christian that you are not going anywhere with the attitude, how about me? How about me? How about me? When are you going to talk to me? When are you going to show love to me? But everywhere you go, I represent Jesus. I show love to Jesus. And I'm going to go and give and love people and encourage people. I don't wait for people to encourage me. I'm going to go and bless the sheep of God because I love Jesus so much and I will be filled with compassion. Amen? How many people want to practice that way? Raise your hand up. Praise God. Jesus loved you. If you don't know the Lord, I want to encourage you to have Jesus in your life. If you don't have Jesus in your life, you have no protection from the harassment and from the attack of demons and Satan. You need to put your life in the hand of Jesus so that he can protect you. If you don't know him, why don't you follow my prayer and ask Jesus to come into your life? How many people want Jesus to be your shepherd? Raise your hand up. Want Jesus to be your shepherd? Raise your hand up. You want to be protected? The shepherd protect the sheep? Amen. Pray with me. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for being my good shepherd. You protect me. You show me the way. You lead me to green pasture. Jesus, my good shepherd, come into my life. Guide me and lead me. Show compassion to me. Take care of my daily living. Help me to grow. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross to pay for my sin. I give my life to you. From now on, my life 
is in your hand. You will help me. You are my helper. You are my healer. You are the Prince of Peace. You give me peace and victory, Lord Jesus. From now on, I will serve you. I will show love to you by taking care of your sheep. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only son. Bring me Your glory.